The Laws of Leverite Marriage, Chapter 7. First halacha. If two brothers are married to two sisters, and then both of the brothers die, leaving no children, and we do not know which one died first, if there is a third brother, he may not do yibum with either of them, so he must do chalitza with one of them. Since they are sisters, it is asr for him to do yibum with both, and so the rabbis therefore asr yibum with both. If one of them, however, was an erva, and by that I mean that she was not permitted to him as a result of her status, for example, the third brother is already married, and one of them is his wife's mother, now he is permitted to perform yibum with the other sister. Second halacha. This is just an extension on the last one. If there are four brothers and two are married to two sisters, both the brothers die, and the remaining two brothers, each one has a reason that they can't marry one of the two yivamas because they are erva. Both are permitted to perform yibum with the other one. Third halacha. This is the same situation as in the first halacha, except that now one of the brothers dies first, and we know which one, so the third brother would be required to do yibum or chalitza with his wife, but he does not do so until the second brother dies, leaving now his yivama's sister as another yivama. He must perform chalitza and not yibum. Fourth halacha. However, in the last situation, if the second Yavama dies first, then he would be permitted to perform Yibam with the first Yavama. But if the first Yavama dies first, he would always be prohibited to the second, and he is required to perform Chalitza. And the reason is that there was never a time when the second was permitted, but there was a time when the first was permitted. And the same thing would be the case if he performed Chalitza with the first Yavama, that is, the wife of the first brother who died. Fifth Halacha. In the same situation, but assuming there are at least four brothers, if the wife of the first brother who dies is an erva to one of the remaining brothers, he is permitted to perform Yibam with the wife of the second brother who died. And if he does so, that frees up the first. If, however, it's the other way, the wife of the second brother is an erva to one of the brothers, he may perform yibum with the wife of the first brother who died, but the other yivama would have to go out with chalitza. Six halacha. In this case, there are three brothers, and two of them are married to sisters. One of the brothers dies, and the third brother performs mamar with his wife. Then the second brother dies. Now he must give a get to his yivama and do chalitza. Seventh halacha. Same situation, except that the third brother who performed mamar now dies, and he had another wife. Since the yivama with whom he performed mamar is the sister of the remaining brother's wife, she goes free without chalitza, but the other yivama would require a chalitza. Eighth halacha. If a man consecrates the sister of his Yavama, we require one of his other brothers to perform chalitza with the Yavama or Yibum, and then he can marry the woman who he has consecrated. But if the other brothers die without performing chalitza or Yibum, then he must perform chalitza with his Yavama, and he must give a get to the woman who he consecrated. But if the woman he consecrated died, he is now permitted to perform Yibum with her sister. Ninth halacha. Now we have three brothers, two of them are married to sisters, and each of them has another wife. If the third brother performs chalitza with the other wives, then the sisters are freed. But if he performs chalitza with the sisters, then he must also perform chalitza with the other wives. Tenth halacha. Here Rambam says that it appears to him that the same thing would be true if one brother died with two wives and one of the wives was a shnia, meaning someone he is not permitted to marry because of a rabbinic enactment. That is, if he performs chalitza with the prohibited yavama, he must also perform chalitza with the other yavama. Eleventh halacha. Three brothers, two of them are married to sisters, and one is married to someone who is not related. One of the brothers married to a sister dies, and the third brother performs yibum with her. Then the wife of the second brother, who is the sister of the third brother's yavama, dies as well, and then the third brother dies. He is not required to perform Yibum or Chalitza with either of them. Twelfth halacha. Two brothers are married to two sisters, and one of the wives died. If the brother of the remaining wife dies, then his wife is forbidden to the other brother, and so she would not require Chalitza. But if the one brother divorces his wife, and then remarries her, and then she dies, then the deceased brother's wife becomes permitted to him at the time that he dies. Thirteenth halacha. If a minor was married to a man, and he divorces her, and then he remarries her, and then he dies, she is forbidden to any of the brothers. This is because though the divorce was a proper divorce, the reconsecration is not a complete reconsecration, as we have discussed. 14 Talacha. Same thing would be the case with a deaf mute or a mentally incompetent person. If she was married and then divorced and then remarried, she would be forbidden to any of them. 15 Talacha. Nothing about what we said so far changes in the case that two brothers are married to two sisters who are both minors. But if one brother is married to a sister who is of age and another brother is married to a sister who is a minor, she may dissolve the consecration through Miun. If the brother who is married to the older sister dies, we would instruct the younger sister to dissolve the marriage through Miun 
and we would instruct the man to perform yibum on the older sister. 16th halacha. The general rule that if one is married to the sister of a yavama does not change at all if the sisters are deaf-mutes or if the Yavam is a deaf-mute, 17th halacha. But if in the case of two brothers who are married to two sisters and one of the brothers is a deaf-mute, if the mentally competent brother dies, the deaf-mute should divorce his wife with a get because her sister is now obligated to him. But the wife of the mentally competent brother who has died is not able to marry because the deaf-mute cannot perform chalitza, as we've explained. The 18th halacha provides the reasoning for the prior halacha, 19th halacha. The same situation except that the brothers are mentally competent and one of the sisters is not. If the husband of the mentally competent sister dies, his brother should give his deaf-mute wife a get, and he should perform chalitza with the wife of his deceased brother. 20th halacha. Two brothers, one who is mentally competent and the other who is a deaf-mute, and the deaf-mute has two wives, one of whom is forbidden to the mentally competent brother because she is an erva to him. If the deaf-mute brother dies without children, then both women go free. They do not require chalitza. 21st halacha. If a man had a wife and a daughter, and the daughter was a deaf-mute and was married to the man's brother, and the brother also had another wife. If the second man dies, then the wife, who is not the daughter of the first man, would require chalitza, but would not be permitted to do yibum. 22nd and final halacha. At any point in these halachas, when Rambam says two sisters, the same halacha would be the case if it was a woman and her daughter, or any other two women for whom marriage to one would cause the other to become an erva.